Hello and welcome to the ETOF 2-1 Sports Podcast for Monday, June 15th. How's everyone doing on this lovely Monday? My name is Eric, the man behind ETOF 2-1 Sports. You can find my work at ETOF 2-1 Sports on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. How's everyone doing today? Did you guys have a good weekend? My weekend, um, I'll tell you what, I miss the quarantine life. It seems that I just, it's just one thing after another. So one of the uh, rental properties I own, there is a animal in the ceiling. So I am dealing with that today, hence why this is coming up so insanely late. So I apologize for that. But like I said, hey, life happens. So today... You know, I'm going to talk about a couple things. The first thing I want to talk about is DraftKings and what happened to me this weekend. So this is my issue with DraftKings, along with the many other things. And I will talk, give you guys the whole nine yards on DraftKings. So I am the type of player DraftKings doesn't want. And why is that? Well... I don't play every day, I win, and I withdraw my money. DraftKings wants the player that is being sold on the millionaire maker idea on their contest. They want that player because they figure that player is a small fish in a big pond and will get eaten up by their whales. And... Their whales, they are just basically the Vegas concept of the whale they fly out there that's going to spend X and lose X when he gambles. And there's guys that drop 20K per day in contest. And at the end of the year, they lose money. Yeah, because of the multiple entries, just law of averages, they're going to be winning some of the bigger contests. But over time... They'll lose, they're losing money at the end of the year. And I'm not going to name names and call people out on this because that's not what I'm going to do. But a ton of people on Twitter that say they live this glamorous lifestyle of millionaire homes, boats, and all this stuff, that's not their lifestyle. They're not making that much money because of all the contests they enter and they're losing money. But DraftKings doesn't want you to know that. DraftKings is catering to them because it's the same concept that Vegas used when they fly a whale out, like I said. Someone like me, you know, I mean, I have I've won one MMA contest, and I rarely play those, back during the Diaz, and when Diaz upset McGregor and Holmes upset rounds, Ronda Rousey. Um, I won that contest in terms of the NFL Millionaire Maker. I have finished third, fifth, and eighth. And anytime I win anything big, money goes out because that's what I do. And I, they don't like that. They want someone that's going to win money and then lose it back. And that's why... I'm not a, a big person in the DFS community because I'm not readily promoted like the other guys are in DraftKings. 
So that's one of my issues with them. My other issue with them, and my main issue that I had with them this weekend, is their scoring system for DraftKings for MMA is, is messed up. It is totally effing messed up. So I had three guys going. Two guys, one girl, excuse me. In this weekend. And they eat all three of them won inside a minute in the first round. Inside the minute in the first round. And they score less than someone that go, that wins via decision by as many as 80 points. In what world is that scoring system efficient? Because the person isn't good enough to finish them off and they get more points for strikes and takedowns. There needs to be a corrected a correction in the scoring system for it to make sense because you're going to punish someone to being so good, he knocks someone out in the first round. Just think about that for the minute. In what world does that make sense? It doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense at all. At all. At all. And I'm looking through the contest out of the people of the contest that I were in, that I was in, out of the top 100, every single one of those guys had multiple entries. I had one entry. Every single one of those guys had multiple. So me, one. And that's, like I said, like, fine. I lost as a scoring. There's a scoring flaw, and that's what I'm upset about. I'm not upset about, you know, I'm not saying I got cheated. You know, no, 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 no. No, I'm saying there's an obvious scoring flaw that needs to be corrected. And... The perception of DraftKings, I mean, I'm here telling you guys, man. They're selling you guys on this huge fallacy of the millionaire maker winning it. Yeah, in the NFL, my strategy in the NFL is I do the millionaire maker, and then I just do 50-50 contests. And that's how I make my money. You guys are better off doing 50-50 contests and making your money that way. Don't let... DraftKings sell you on the millionaire maker because if you're doing one or two entries then you have another guy doing 100 who has a better chance who that's why I like the 50-50s because it's straight up you get one fucking entry it's my best lineup against your best lineup and I guarantee that no one's doing as much work as I am and then another thing I don't like about DraftKings is in these limit one lineup things oh my god you have people signing up for multiple lineups just under these fake accounts. And I, I'm not a fan of that. I'm not a fan of that. DraftKings so caters to those guys. It's just absurd. Me and um, my neighbor were working on this idea for this new platform for uh, fantasy football. And we're going to hopefully next season 2021 be able to bring it out it's something new something inventive something completely different still trying to work out the kinks and hopefully you know you guys will like it and it's totally different than anything that's out there right now and so i'm pretty excited about that but yeah i mean DraftKings. i'm not gonna lie i'm probably not until they switch that scoring system i'm not playing mma there again because that's an obviously scoring flaw that someone that would win in the first round scores less points 
And then, like I said, guys, I would just really stay away and not let them be sold on that BS. And then also, you have that girl from The Bachelor that won The Millionaire Maker, and she admitted her and her husband combined entries. All right, I got news for you guys. All those guys that you see on Twitter touting themselves on DFS Twitter, which is the biggest joke in the world, they do the same thing. So, yeah, DraftKings totally caters to those dudes and because they're their whales, and they know like off the nut that they're spending. That's how they're going to make their money. Players like me, no, they don't want anything to do with me. So that's my little DraftKings rant. That's why, you know, I'm not going to be playing with DraftKings in terms of MMA until they fix that. The next thing I want to talk about is it's been a crazy week on the old social media in terms of cappers and everything like that. And I just don't really get into that drama. Like, I just don't understand what what the point is of the drama. I feel I follow a couple people that give out picks, and that's it. And do I listen to their picks? No. They ask for the follow for follow. There's a couple of them. I consider, what's the word I'm looking for, social media friends. I'll BS with a little bit. But that's it. I don't follow these guys. And I've had people message me and drop names of cappers and everything, and I have no idea who the hell they're fucking talking about. And they can't believe that. Well, why? I'm not actively searching out someone to give me plays. I'm just doing my own thing and trying to win myself as much money as I possibly can so that way I can provide for my family and do everything I need to do to be successful in life. And in terms of the betting stuff, like someone asked me, how are you able to bet so much stuff? Well, this is my day. I I don't sleep. I am a, what's the word I'm looking for? I don't even know. I don't sleep. I'm like my dad. My dad's the same way. Four, four and a half hours a night. That's number one. So right now it's about eight o'clock Chicago time. I'll finish recording this, post it, and then I'll do the work on my draft guide. I'll wake up. About four, I'll do an hour yoga and go for an hour jog. On the hour jog, I do have one podcast of one guy I listen to that I respect his opinion. He gives out a lot of, he gives out useful information. So I'll listen to his podcast and when I'm running. And so then I will come back and then I'll just start reading stuff. And that's how I'm able to do it because I am lucky enough when I read or hear something, I remember it. I got my mom's memory, which has been great for me. And if I read something, like read a stat of how player A does in certain situations, I'll remember that. And my dad's an accountant, so I'm good with numbers. So it's like I got the perfect whirlwind. That's how I'm able to do all this stuff and bet all these things. I don't sleep. I remember stuff. I'm able to process numbers. And that's it. And a lot of guys are kind of amazed by that, but we all have strengths in life. And someone asked me, he's like, well, do you go to Vegas? And I go, yeah, of course I go to Vegas. But when I go to Vegas, it's a work trip. How, why is it a work trip? I go there to make money and to gamble. 
and people are amazed when I say that. I when I go to Vegas, I barely drink, and if I do drink, it's like a beer at night when the day is over of betting sports. Why? Well, if you gave money to your financial advisor, and he's like, "Oh, me and my boys, we're just gonna go down to the." Uh, to Wall Street, have a couple beers, just play the, play the market. Would you trust that guy with your 401k, with your retirement fund? No. No. When you go to your work, do you have a beer in your hand? No, you don't. When I go to the sports book in Las Vegas, I go to work. I'm there, I'm trying to do the numbers. And I'll be honest, I really don't like going to the sports book in Las Vegas. I am much more content being in my place at my desk my two computers open my ipad open and whatever game is on the tv with the sound off when i go to the sports book and you see somebody in line that doesn't know the rotational number that takes forever to bet i get frustrated when i'm the person that claps on the first bucket of the game because they bet some over in some basketball game. I mean, I that stuff is just like, dude, there's 19 minutes of basketball left. Calm down, bro, if you bet the first half under. So that's the thing that upsets me about the sports book. And then you have all these people that talk, and they have no idea what the hell they're talking about. So that frustrates me. Like, I really, I don't even watch sports with people, to be honest with you. I just, I'm just here. I'm just doing my own thing, and I'm cashing tickets. There's a couple of people I'll watch a game with. But going to a bar or a place to watch a game with people, I'm just, that's just not my style. I'd much rather be here with my numbers out in front of me, maybe catch, try to catch a live line, Catch a halftime line. For those that don't know, I was 80%. 80% betting second half totals. Let that sit in. 80% betting second half totals in the NFL last year. Does that happen if I'm in a sports book or at a bar watching games with friends? No, that doesn't. That happens when I have all my notes in front of me, all my numbers in front of me, and I'm able to do work in my office. That's what I do. And that's why I'm not a big sports book guy. But hey, you know what? There's plenty of guys. I'm not saying it's the right way. I'm just saying it's the way I do stuff. And the way I do stuff works for me. It may not work for somebody else. Or And the way other people do stuff probably doesn't work for me. Now I know you guys are thinking, well, you post pictures of you at Arlington. Yeah. Before I go to Arlington, all my capping is done. I have written on a sheet of paper what horses I'm going to bet, what odds I will upset on that horse, and what number and what time the race goes off. So that way I can look at the monitors, find the track. If I get it, I'll place the bet. And I don't go to the OTB a lot. Uh, the, excuse me, not the OTB, excuse me, the uh, Arlington Horse Track a lot. It was once every two weeks. But... You know, it's fun. It's time to go out there. and I mean, I actually liked it, and I love animals, especially horses, and to see my person is already great. Always great, but unfortunately, because of the COVID, 
I'm not able to do that this year. So when you guys ask me, well, you go to Arlington? Yeah, but I have everything planned out. And I'm having one beer that lasts four hours and that I'm nursing. And then after it is over for the day, I will have another one. So it's not like I'm here. I'm the guy pounding alcohol like those guys there. Or chasing tail. I'm there trying to make money. And that's that's the thing that makes me different than other people, I guess. And like I said, there's no right or wrong answer. It's just what you want to do. And that's why I don't like going to sports books. And the last thing I just want to mention is MLB. Manfield said, hey, it doesn't look like we're going to have a season. That's funny. Didn't I say that like three weeks ago? And the funny thing is, is anyone that believes this is because of COVID-19, stop it. It's not because of COVID-19. It's because baseball, A, baseball is a totally different sport. And yet it's an old sport, what, late 1800s it was founded. And you have all these rules. It's the old, like football is a violent sport. But in baseball, if someone stares at you too long, runs too slow around the bases, runs too fast, or try or bunts to try to get a hit during a no-hitter, you throw a ball 90 miles per hour at them that could lead to serious damage, a broken bone, whatever. Think about that. And that's that, that that's fine, but people shun at football. What? And then baseball, it's the most greediest sport. You have a hundred and sixty-two games. Why? For TV. To fill in content for people on ESPN. Baseball doesn't need 162 games. There's no that season is way too goddamn long. But the stadium's money, ESPN contract. I mean, a hundred game season is way, 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 way enough for baseball. So you have that. So because of the selfishness of the players and the owners that want money, and the owners don't open up their books. So they're claiming that they are losing money, but we don't know that. Just open up your books. That would be the easiest way for the owners to clip this in the ass if they just open up their books and show how much money they actually are losing. But they're not. They're not opening up the books. And then you got the players that they want their fair share. So it's all about money. This isn't about COVID at all. And anyone that thinks it's about COVID, like I said, is clueless. And baseball is going down a dark, dark path right now. And if they don't play this season, they're totally going to have to redo the rules of the game. Because it's the least bet game, so you don't have that going on. It's insanely slow-paced and has no young fans. What is baseball going to do to draw people in? Baseball needs to totally redo everything this offseason. They need to get an Adam Silver-type commissioner in there that will think outside the box. Because baseball right now, like I've said numerous times on this podcast, is thinking like the late 1900s, early 1900s, excuse me. 
and I need to change the game. But this shortened season, this is all money related. This has nothing to do with COVID. So let's not get it twisted. So there's the podcast for today. Sorry, you know, like I said, lining up people. We're going to start doing some previews of NBA, of NBA, NHL, um, NFL. So we're going to do that. We had a good weekend of NASCAR, okay weekend of Xfinity, DeChambeau, try to make a run in. Horse racing, swimming in second places, looking to turn that around. Tomorrow will probably be an off day in horse racing. But that's it for this lovely Monday, June 15th. Hope everyone is being well. Oh, and one more quick thing. Is everyone really that surprised that NFL players are testing positive for COVID-19? I mean, seriously, the country opened back up and you have all these dumbasses walking around without masks. So let me, that, that's all I got to say about that. This COVID thing is serious and we got to treat it serious. So I'm not surprised at all Cowboys or the Texans had it. And that came out today. But anyway, stay safe. I'll be back on Saturday. Saturday, oh my God. Belmont and UFC on Saturday. EPL is coming back. Sport and NASCAR this weekend. Whew. It is a phenomenal weekend. Make sure you check me out on etalk21sports on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Plays are can still free, guys. And like I said, if you guys are interested in a membership, you know, reach out. I am going to limit it to 25 people. Why, you ask? Because I feel anything else i can't do a good enough job servicing you guys as they're serving you guys as a client and it will take time away from me capping the games so i'm limited to 25 and uh yeah so if you're interested let me know if not no big deal but that is it for the etof 221 sports podcast today have a good day stay safe and i will talk to everyone else on Saturday.